is that uh, we believe very much in the Bible. And we believe that the Bible is God's word for us today. Even though it was written many centuries ago, even though it was written by many, many different people, we believe there's one consistent story right through the Bible. And that story is of God's love. God's love for a world that he has created. God's love for a people that he created. Speaks of God's involvement in that world. In and through his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. We're going to just read a very short passage. And it comes from a book called Acts. And it's a story of the early church. The people who followed on the story of Jesus. His disciples. And it comes from chapter 2. There's a couple of verses in that. And it comes on the day of Pentecost. An important day in the life of the church. And it's about Peter. Peter who stood up, one of the disciples, and he stood up in front of a big crowd. And he told them about Jesus. And Emma is going to come and uh, just read these few verses from Acts chapter 2. Thanks, Emma. Now, listen to what I have to say about Jesus from Nazareth. God proved that he sent Jesus to you by having him work miracles, wonders and signs. All of you know this. God had already planned and decided that Jesus would be handed over to you. So you took him and had evil men put him to death on a cross. But God set him free from death and raised him to life. Death could not hold him in its power. Thank you. Thank you. We all have different ideas, don't we, about what church is like and maybe this morning isn't what you expected maybe you've been coming to Breton and it's still again it's come takes you as a surprise if you'd have come last week it would have been our annual community fair towards 600 people buzzing around this building and these grounds last last week enjoying a fun day a day provided for the community a day that was uh, filled with donkey rides, face painting, bouncy castles, a petting zoo. There was over 550 hog roasts served, countless cups of tea and coffee. And at the end of the day, there was just one plate of cakes left from all the cakes that had been baked. Serving the community and people laughing and people mingling, people enjoying themselves. Everything was free apart from the candy floss, but it was provided free for the community here around, around Breton. 80 plus people were on that team, serving the community, giving of their time, giving of their energy, giving of their gifts and their abilities. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you to all of you who made that day such a success. Even the sunshine, which was great and fantastic, there and people enjoyed it and people came and some of you have come back today just to experience something of what church is like as we made that effort to serve the community one question or a couple of questions cropped up at various points during that day as I mingled with people why are you doing this Why are you putting on this? Can we pay for it? 
can we pay for it? And again, it began to open up questions as to why we were doing it. And why, yes, everything was free. We've been speaking, we've been singing this morning about God's love and about God's grace, about God's presence. Well, God gives his love. God gives his presence to us freely. Without any strings attached, he just calls us to trust him and to put our hand in his. We want to demonstrate something of God's generous love to this community, this community of Breton, because we believe it is something worth sharing. The Christian faith is all about a person, Jesus. And it's summed up in some words that Jesus himself used. God so loved the world that he gave his, only, his one and only Son, that everyone who has faith in him will have eternal life. It points us to Jesus. The Christian faith isn't difficult. It's about God's love shown to us in Jesus. And that's what Christianity Explored is all about. It's introducing us to who Jesus is. Is Our reading that Emma just read to us tells us three things about Jesus. It tells us that he lived, it tells us that he died, and it tells us that he was, ri- that he was raised again from the dead. Earlier on, as I introduced the service, again, it reaffirmed those three facts that Jesus lived, that he died, that he was buried, and that he was raised again for us. Jesus lived. Because before someone can die, they have to live. We have to have a life. And Jesus lived for 33 years. 30 of them were quite in obscurity. Nobody really knew he was there. But three years were very significant. He had a tremendous impact in a short space of time. In a, over a group of people. And that passage that we've read, that Emma read, it spoke to us that God, God approved of Jesus through the works of miracles, wonders and signs that he did. If we were to read the Gospels, it would speak about Jesus coming alongside ordinary people. Coming alongside ordinary people who were bereaved and bringing them peace. Coming alongside people who were ill and sick and healing and restoring and encouraging. Coming alongside people who are broken and who are looking for something more in life and who are searching and giving them hope and giving them a future and giving them a sense of direction. Because Jesus loved people. He was always with people. And more often than not, he was with people whom society shunned, whom society put on one side. But he embraced them and he says, you all have room in God's kingdom. You all have a place in the kingdom of God. And that's what he says to the people of Breton today. That's what he says to each and every one of us. Whatever our situation, whatever our circumstance, there is room for you in God's kingdom. There is room in God's presence for you. 
God's love extends to you. Wherever you have been, whatever you have done, whatever life has thrown at you, God loves you. And that's what Jesus was proclaiming over those three years. But that message got under a lot of people's skin. People didn't like it because he became very popular and people were turning to him. And so what happened, as the passage puts it, evil men put him to death. Put him to death on a cross. A cruel death. But that reading that Emma said to us, read to us, it said that even his death was planned by God. It didn't take God by surprise. God knew that it was going to happen because God had an ulterior motive. God had something else in mind. And the opening passage that we read from Corinthians, it said that Jesus Christ died for our sins. Interesting word, sins, because we don't, we don't use it, do we, a lot today. But I guess everybody in this room, there's nobody in this room who at some point in their life doesn't feel ashamed about something that you have done. Something that you've done, something that you've said, something that, a response that you have made, and you feel shame, you feel guilt, and you feel hollow in your stomach. Well, that's sin. That's sin. It's anything where we have hurt others, where we've hurt God, where we've hurt ourselves. But Jesus Christ, on the cross of Calvary, gave his life so that we might be set free from that sin, from all the brokenness in our lives, so that we might come to know peace, so that we might have our relationship restored with God. Because one of the consequences of sin is that our relationship with God is broken. But Jesus on the cross reached out with one hand to God and reached out in the other hand to you and to me and to all humanity and he brought us together once more through his death. And he tells us that whoever believes in him, whoever puts their trust in him, will know God and will have everlasting life. It's one thing to hang on a cross. It's another thing to be raised. And that passage reminds us that Jesus not only lived, he not only died, but he was raised to life again. We've just come through Easter a few weeks ago. A glorious celebration. A glorious time of holiday. A glorious time when we, we just enjoy life. But it's a celebration. Easter is a celebration of the fact that Jesus Christ lived, he died, and he rose again for you and for me, for each and every one of us. The resurrection, again, was by the power of God. God restored him once more. And God today calls us, calls us to put our trust and our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Have you done that? 
Have you even considered it? That's where Christianity Explored comes in. To think about it, to ask the questions. What does Jesus say to me? Does Jesus have meaning for my life, my situation? Someone, sent, someone once said this. If Jesus lived and he really is who he said he was, the Son of God, and if Jesus died so that we might be forgiven and know God, and if God did raise Jesus from the dead so that all who put their trust in him might enjoy eternal life, wouldn't it be a shame if you missed out because of ignorance, because of pride, because of selfishness, because you just couldn't find the time to explore. Eight weeks, one and a half hours to explore the meaning of the Christian life. In a life of 70 years average, shall we say. In a life of 70 years of average. Is that too much time? to explore something that might radically alter your life and change your outlook and change your circumstances and give you a hope, not only for now, but also for the future. Beyond this life, beyond the grave, but into eternal life. Because we believe that because God raised Christ from the dead, so he will also raise those who put their trust in him and put their faith in him. He will also raise us to be with Christ. Are you prepared to put the time in? Are you prepared to give God that time? About 12 hours, I think, over eight weeks there out of a lifespan. See Ian afterwards. Pick up your invite. But God calls us today. He says, Breton, I love you. Breton, I meet with you. Breton, put your trust and your faith in me. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for your son who came and lived and died and rose again for each and every one of us. Heavenly Father, we're sorry for the wrongs that we have done. And today we want to come and put our trust and our faith firmly in Jesus. And we pray from this day onwards we might know his presence constantly with us through life and in life in all that we do and in all that we are. Amen. Okay, we're going to sing again as we draw our service and our time together to a close. And John and the band are going to come back and uh, lead us in that.
once again, I'll ask you to stand if you're able to. stars they wept the morning sun was dead the savior of the world was fallen his body on the cross his blood poured out for us the weight of every curse upon him One final breath he gave as heaven looked away. The Son of God was laid in darkness. A battle in the grave, the war on death was waged. The power of hell forever broken. The ground began to shake, the stone was rolled away, his perfect love could not be overcome. Now death, where is your sting? Our resurrected King has rendered you defeated. Now Come, we sing hallelujah, 
we sing hallelujah, we sing hallelujah, the Lamb has overcome, we sing hallelujah, we sing hallelujah, we sing hallelujah, the Lamb has overcome, we sing hallelujah, we sing The ground began to shake, the stone was rolled away, his perfect love could not be overcome. Now death, where is your sting? Our resurrected King has rendered you defeated and forever he is glorified forever he is lifted high forever he is risen he is alive he is alive forever he is glorified Overcame the darkness, he's alive, death has been defeated, and he reigns, ruler of the heavens, and his name is Jesus the Messiah, for he made us away by which we have been saved. He's the Savior of the world. So we lift up a shout for his fame and renown. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, Jesus, Savior of the been a joy to share this morning with you. Just pray God's blessing over you as you go into this coming week, whatever this week brings. May each and every one of you know God's presence, God's peace, God's love for you. May he strengthen you and may he keep you. And it would be lovely to see you again sometime. So welcome to you all and God bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.